The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Like what you hear? High-quality radio and podcast is part of what we do at Hale Varsity. Hey, it's Chris Schmidt with Hale Varsity Radio, and I wanted to offer listeners of the Hale Varsity Radio Show podcast $10 off the price of an annual subscription. That means that you can get everything we do, 10 issues of our monthly magazine, our annual football yearbook, and all the premium content we produce at HaleVarsity.com. Just go to HaleVarsity.com backslash subscribe and enter in the promo code GBR for $10 off a full year of Hail Varsity. That's hailvarsity.com backslash subscribe promo code GBR. And now, and now back to Hail Varsity Radio. Thanks for spending time. Hail Varsity Radio on a Wednesday presented by Currency Ernest Hausman. Husker linebacker going to be with us in about 15 minutes or so. We welcome in Mr. Husker football. With Hale Varsity, Mike Babcock at MD Babs on Twitter. Mike, uh, let's figure this quarterback situation out. How you doing? I'm doing okay. This is scruffy day. That okay. makes me look more like I know what I'm talking about. Well, if that's scruffy day for you, that makes my scruffy days feel a hell of a lot worse. Stubble, <laughs> stubble is underrated. I love stubble, but there's a point where stubble goes beyond stubble and it's uh, – yeah, it's just yeah. it gets a little bit too gnarly. Uh, the, I'll be that way by Saturday. You go for it. You just keep on growing, Babbers. You do your thing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, put a game plan together for me, Mike, uh, on offense. Yeah, you know uh, the one thing I'll say is that uh, I think Purdy is more uh, in the, in the he's more the type of quarterback that Thompson is than Smothers. Sure. And I think. You know, you agree with that. And I think that Mark Whipple's offense is more in tune with throwing the ball with those two guys mm-hmm. than it is with Smothers' ability to run the ball, which I think the offense is Whipple's. You know, it should be. He's the offensive coordinator. But um, I would have liked to have seen, and I, and I don't think that they have put enough of this in to do it, um, the opportunity for Smothers to get in there and and have that running threat at quarterback to give you a little more um, opportunity in the running game because I think that's something that Nebraska is going to have to – we talk about this every week, but you've got to establish some kind of a running game. Um, if you don't do that, you're going to end up in a situation like Nebraska has been in uh, the last two weeks or you know the last two games – um, the plays were 70 to 49 on Saturday. Mm. And, you know, we talked about this last week, I think, is that you've got you've to get possessions. You've got to get pick up third downs. You've got to have some control of the ball. And Nebraska didn't do that. And then you add to that four uh, turnovers, and you end up with a result that you did against a very good Illinois team. Mike, is the uh, is the option 
on Saturday the, the solution to the offensive woes? You could pull out the, uh, the triple option for these quarterbacks? I say that with a smile on my face, by the way, for those listening at home not watching the stream. <laughs> yeah, because they're not prepared. They're not prepared to do that. Well, and... Minnesota's not going to be prepared to stop it then, right? Uh, you, can, you, can you run it? <laughs> it would be a shock to Minnesota's defense if Nebraska came out and ran some kind of a triple option thing, which, which you know, I'm not saying that you should do that, but I would like to have – uh, an opportunity in a system that you've practiced. And I don't think that they've practiced that um, because the depth chart says has an or after that second team quarterback, Purdy or uh, Logan. You know, Logan, mm-hmm. but um, there's no or. It's clear Smothers is the number three quarterback and Purdy mm-hmm. is the number two quarterback. And that's the way they i'm sure that's the way they practice um i'm sure that uh, some of the reps that logan is getting uh are mental reps um a term that uh, came up the other day uh, which i hadn't heard since bill callahan was the coach um and uh the other thing is that uh i think mickey used this term on on monday or on tuesday talking about uh uh, the quarterback situation, and he said Purdy was a gunslinger, um, meaning he throws the ball, and that's what they're prepared to do, I think. Mike, do you think it's uh, can't do it, won't do it with the the, the run game? Um, and I ask that where I know that the Whipple's a, a pro-style guy and a little West Coasty, and it works when you're healthy, and it works when – you know, Casey's back there throwing it. You you don't have that. And is he has he seen enough? And he's seen way more than any of us. Has he seen enough of this offensive line to where he doesn't trust him to run it? Or this is my system. This is what I know. So this is how we're going to live or die. I, I would guess that the, the offensive line hasn't shown that it can do a good job in the running game can move things uh, for one, you know, he, he can look at it from that standpoint. But uh, again, I go back to, the, you know, the, I think his offense, he's more comfortable with this kind of pass oriented thing. The thing that's concerning about that is, and I know that, that, that you go into a game and Illinois goes into a game very much aware of Trey Palmer, but one catch for one yard for Trey Palmer, that, I, that boggles my mind how that happened. Um, regardless of whether you're focusing on him, then did that open up things for other people? Um, I, I I was stunned by that. You know, and, and I didn't see him. I tried to look and, and make sure. It didn't seem like he was in for as many snaps as I thought he would be. Um, and here you got a guy that was, um, you know, the week before, he was the talk of the nation. You know, he, he's uh, on the Blitnikoff Award watch list and everything like that. Uh, and he gets one catch for one yard. That, that I didn't understand that. You would think to scheme him open or throw him short or go check more bowl. Go yeah, check I mean, more and I, put him I, in the backfield like you do with Jerry Rice. I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff against the wall here, but... No. Credit Illinois defense, you know, I'll, I'll do that definitely. And it, we're, 
it's kind of it's like a replay of, of, of the Illinois game in a lot of ways because Minnesota's defense is ranked in the top 25 nationally in all the major categories. Mm-hmm. And you got Ibrahim, you know, to run the ball. Um, it's the same kind of thing. He's got like 16 consecutive games of 100 yards rushing. Um, he, he missed the Purdue game. Otherwise, he'd be over 1,000 yards. Uh, it's it's kind of part two mm. against a Minnesota team that, you know, didn't have much trouble with Rutgers, uh, 31 to nothing. Uh, and I know that they had that three-game losing streak there, but you look at that, um, Purdue, and then at Illinois, and then at Penn State. With a backup um, quarterback. A tough stretch, yes. Well, And, my- and then uh, you come back and you 31 to nothing against Rutgers. So uh, I think Nebraska's going to have its hands full uh, in, in a big way on Saturday because of – that and because of what you guys have talked about the quarterback situation. Well, Mike, what's your worry meter at when you look at what happened last week with, with Nebraska's quarterback situation okay. this week? It just doesn't feel like the, these last five games of the season, Nebraska is set up in a place where, where they're going to be able to, to really compete with these teams just simply for the fact of what they do well is what Nebraska generally does poorly. And that's defensively. These teams are all solid, fundamentally sound, and offensively they like to run the football, which is uh, at least what I've seen has been the, the weak point of the Husker defense. Well, yeah, and 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 let's say one more thing about Casey Thompson. If he doesn't play on Saturday, which I think there, I think as Elijah said, there's a good chance that he's not going to play. Um, I think they're maybe talking about him just uh, from the standpoint of let Minnesota think about one more guy, mm-hmm. um, you know what they might do. Um, but then, if he doesn't play against Minnesota, you think he plays against Michigan? you put him on the field or do you hold him back so that you got him uh, down the stretch? Well, you need to, to, to find three wins. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's the reality. Speaking One of, of that, Mike, uh, a thought on, on just where Mickey's at, where you think Trev's at, the Arizona State mentioned yesterday. Uh, I think Arizona State's looking at a lot of coaches, but Mickey's, Mickey's shown the ability in, in a tough situation to – to put it together, but the, the exam isn't over either. No, it isn't. And, you know, the dynamic of this of this coaching situation, you got Arizona State, Auburn hadn't got anybody yet, right? Not yet. So I think that the, the options for Nebraska are impacted by two other programs, particularly the Auburn, I would say, um, as to who's going to be available you know, what candidates are available for you uh, at Nebraska. I'm still, I'm, you know, I remain a Mickey Joseph guy. I, I'd like to see Nebraska figure out a way to keep Mickey mm-hmm. and Bill Bush, and let's see where they can take this program, give them an opportunity. But as we've talked before, too, that's probably not going to happen. Uh, the sense I get is it's probably not going to happen. But uh, I'm usually wrong about stuff, so that. People can be optimistic from that standpoint. <laughs> Mike, if you take the Husker hat off and you look at the jobs that are open right now, Auburn, Wisconsin, Arizona State, I guess we'll throw Colorado in here, um, and, and then Nebraska. Well, which, which position, if you're a college football coach, just had himself a couple good seasons, looking to make a move maybe up in the college football world, which job is most appealing to you? Um, well, I, I've got kind of tunnel vision, but – 
you know, okay, Auburn, do you want to go into the Southeastern Conference and try to establish yourself in an extremely competitive, difficult conference? Probably if you're a young guy and you want to establish yourself, I don't think that's where you go. Well, especially at a school with very demanding boosters like Auburn is. Yes, exactly. Okay, so I'm eliminating Auburn from from that list. Um, then I look at Arizona State. Now that's you're in a conference that's there's a lot of uncertainty there, right? What's going to happen with that conference? Where are you going to be with that? So I'm maybe looking at uh, eliminating that one. I mean, I think for me, it probably comes down to Nebraska and Wisconsin. From my mind, and again, I'm tunnel vision. I think Nebraska is the most attractive of those, except for the fact that, and this is what I like about Mickey Joseph, he understands what it's what it means to be the coach here. I think if, if you are not familiar with the program and you come in here, you don't realize it's the same kind of expectations that you're talking about with Auburn. Mm. You know, people have lofty expectations. People remember when Nebraska was good and use that as the, as the sounding board to evaluate this coach. And uh, that's tough. That is very tough. Mike Babcock with us. Follow Mike on Twitter at MDBabs. Read him with HaleVarsity.com and Magazine. About 20 seconds here, Mike. What's coming up with the magazine and, and the web? Um, working on, uh, we're working on the magazine. A couple weeks it's coming out, and it's going to be a basketball uh, issue. And uh, there's going to be some good basketball stuff in there. Uh, reason for optimism. Certainly the women's team looks like mm-hmm. it's going to be uh, uh, competitive. And we hope that the men's team uh, kind of is what people say they've seen from them. Mike, we'll talk this uh, weekend. Thanks for the time, bud. Thanks for having me, guys.